Uh, hey, Ted, did you get that picture I just sent you? Yes, here, just pulling it up. Whoa. Um, you see what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I definitely... It- yeah, I just want to say, you know, a lot of men, when they when they decide, oh, I'm going to put a goatee on, people run for the hills. Oh, here comes a perv. Oh, here comes... Jazz man. A jazz man. He's probably going to talk my ear off in the corner. About quarter inch versus half inch tape or some s. But when I look at you... And I see that Merlin's ring wrapped around your little pucker. I see the wisdom of the gods. It's Roman, isn't it? It's very Roman. And I think when the rest of the hair grows in, it's going to be so good. Well, I mean, I'm getting the the effect, though. There's some filler. There's some filler. You filled it in really well, though. Like, I can tell Thank where you. You, the hair, you want the hair to go from the Sharpie. Well, I learned from the best. Well, yeah. I said to Dennis earlier, I was like, Dennis, do you think the permanent marker on my face looks bad? Or do you just think it looks bad because it's permanent marker? Because that's a philosophical difference. No, it is. And it's a philosophical question. I mean, you've heard of the two dads who live their whole life in a cave with just a sharpie to play with dadulus and Didus, the mythological founders of best buy yeah and these two dads they've drawn everything in sharpie you know mustaches chest hair muscles six pack now if that's the only thing they've known they've never seen stefan or bronson sort of just heaving 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 doing whatever they do mowing the lawn or fixing a light or you know my wife if they've never seen that all they've ever seen is the cave then to these two dads in the cave, and this is a philosophical thing. Oh, we're talking about language here. That goatee is real. Exactly. And so when I look at you, I see the cave. Thank you. That we got stuck in that one time. I just want to clarify. When I say my goatee looks good, I am saying compared to my normal face. I'm not saying compared to Bronson's goatee. E equals MC squared. Relativity. Relativity. Space and time are one. Does Bronson have a better goatee than me? 100%. It's real hair. 100% all the way around the hole. Yeah, he's got a full ring. My situation is not that. Uh, I've got some good stuff in the Northwest Quadrant. Oh, honestly, ask NASA. You fly a probe up to Uranus, you'll see that that ring is actually made of lots of small rocks. There's patches to it. I mean, like, if you zoomed in on a goatee, like that picture of Bronson where he can't, where he looks over his shoulder and he can tell someone's watching him, but he can't tell who. Yeah. If you zoom in on that picture, like, really, really zoom in, it's not hair all the way around. What I'm saying is if you look at a picture of a goatee and zoom in, it's not hair all the way around. No, there are minute gaps in between every follicle. I think that's a really good point. Something that people don't really think about that when they just jump into criticism. Yeah, well, shout out Morrison. Some gaps are bigger than others. Frankly, Mr. Shankly, this chin strap that I grew. I think that Morrison with a chin strap would have been a beautiful thing to see. And maybe he might have turned out better. It just would have solved everything. And people would have way less problems with him. Dude, I think that the Smiths generally, and I hate to, I mean, again, I'm I'm the guy, people say I look like I'm a perv with a hairy mouth, so I'm not one to cast stones. But I do think that if all of the members of Smith had had facial hair, it would have been a much longer lasting band if Johnny Mars had had a big beard. They wouldn't have argued and fought so much. It's common ground. Johnny Mars and, and Morrison would have just spent a lot of time complimenting each other rather than slapping each other. Ooh, the bass player and the drummer from the Smiths who no one knows their names, they could have had two beards that were connected like in Dr. Seuss. And wore one big pair of pants. Yeah. So I just want to say to all the haters, um, I have a goatee, get over it. So yeah. did Morrison, so did Johnny Mars. And you actually know what, Ted, someone who's been surprisingly complimentary of my really nice new facial hair is Corey. What the flip? I know, he said, Dad, I've always imagined you with a goatee. I think he meant to say goatee. Typo, he meant goatee. But uh, still, thank you, Corey. Uh, Should we start the show? Let's start the show. 
Tap Tap Talk. We're back. Your number one source for tap news, information, and gossip. And I'm Tep Tim, and I'm happy to be here with my uh, best friend and co-host, Tep Ted. And Ted, can I just say, I am uh, more grateful than ever to have you here today. That's right. Coming out of the other corner of dragging medieval mud behind me comes the most forlorn, bandaged waif you've ever seen. And I spring up, flinging mud from me, born again new in the light of Steve, as I have conquered the Karuli virus. Yes. It got me. Yeah, and it's not, I think it's important to say it's not your fault. No, definitely not my fault. How did you get the Karuli virus? It's impossible to say, but I'm certain it was at Uncle Rodney's bachelor party. Yeah, look, if I had to narrow it down, there were a lot of potential exposures, but none will ever come close to the level of exposure that was the happening or event or fever dream that was Uncle Rodney's bachelor party. Yeah. Were there some red flags? Sure. Sure. Uncle Rodney has never been one for medicine. Well, he takes it, but just not in the way or the places you'd think. You say, chew it, I'm going to snort it. You say, put it in my mouth, I'm going to put it, you know, dealer's choice. He's a contrarian man. He's a skeptic. He's a classic skeptic. Absolutely. People are going to say, oh, it's, isn't it a kissing disease? Did you kiss Uncle Rodney? Yes, of course. he did. Because Everyone that, has it's to. It's a sign of respect. Yeah. But that's not how you got it. I think you got it from when you were doing the bobbing for sausages. Oh, or it could have been the slip and slide. I think between the sausage bob, slide of death, stilt tackling, and then the sweat lodge. Well, and I was going to say the, the breath competition where you're like, who can do the biggest? <gasps> right, hottest breath. Rodney always wins that one. It's not much of a competition. Um, You know what? It could have also been the pipe swap. Yeah, it could have been the pipe swap. Oh, it could have been the frisbee lick. It could have been the yo-yo hypnosis. Could have been when we did that, like, getting buried up to your neck thing. Could have been shirtless checkers. It could have been shirtless checkers. Uh, and it could have been the rebirth ceremony. Come to think of it almost certainly. Yeah. Bottom line is, it could have been any number of ways, and Uncle Rodney was seeing up an L, I'm talking coughing up a lung the whole weekend. He was, and he most certainly did have coronavirus, but in true Uncle Rodney style, he let none of it slow him down, and he took zero precautions with it. But hidden benefit for me was that once I got the Macronus virus, it it really did uh, kick my A, my father's A, so to speak, and I had to bow out of the week's festivities. So in a way, I, I praise be to the Coronas. That's true. You got to skip the create your own cowhide rug workshop. Yeah. Shout out uh, the, that farm. Sorry. Yeah. And I just want to say too, you know, like, I know that I had to tap out due to like needing to fall over for a week, but I was really yeah. impressed at your stamina and at your disguise because I don't think well, Uncle Rodney realized <laughs> it was you all weekend. Yes, listeners will recall that last time we talked, we cooked up the brilliant idea that I would get myself reinvited to the bachelor party for the first time by going as a, a little person you might know as Uncle Rodney's dumb old uh, POS uncle. What's his name? I don't know, the Irish guy. Yeah, the Irish one. And I, first of all, I mean, Ted, how was my performance? How was my accent? I got to say. I felt like I was watching the Boondong Saints. Uh, what can I say? I'm nothing if not a uh, great actor. Can I just, can you just give me a little taster of it? I had a moment of trepidation when I walked up to Uncle Rodney. There was a moment where he looked like he wasn't going to buy it. I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to work? Yeah. And the good news was he was 
blackout drunk the whole weekend. Yeah. And uh, he didn't suspect a thing. No, you did really well. Yeah, so Ted, I mean, the bachelor party was a huge success. I mean, not for the people who were maybe the victims of it, and I do apologize. No one died. Uh, no, no one. Oh, and that's a really nice thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Hey, at the end of the day, no this indeed. goes for my relationships and my family too. No one died, folks. Corey, you'll get over it. Yeah. I'm over my dad. I mean, wh- whoever. And nothing even happened. Yeah. Nothing, you know... Yeah, I mean, no, you're like, good. No, it's yeah, you're it's good. It's fine. I mean, you know, he's he is he's, you know, he he's he um, and it's it's like you know, and you're cool. Nothing you're cool about it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So Ted, I just want to say I am glad you're doing as well as you are because there was a minute there where I was a little bit concerned. No, and I know, and I, I appreciated you shaking me like that. I, it did help me breathe. I, I thought maybe you were just colicky. Mm. Just like, oh, he needs a burp or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and oh, I'm did. glad that it helped. Yeah. But then, you know, really, I think it was Marvin. And credit to Marvin. You know, he's done a terrible job with my mayoral campaign. He's a bad friend. But, like, I have to give him credit for being the one who was like, I think Ted needs to go to the hospital. Mm. And uh, Marvin, I always called you a nerd for wearing that mask. And joke's on you because you got it too. Yeah, so let's break it down. This is Tep Talk. You are listening to our Tep News Information Gossip and fun Let's podcast, get to it. and we're gonna t- we're gonna talk to you a bit about the tap information news you're gonna need when you contract cran- the McCurney virus. virus. That's right. And today we're doing a very special episode of Tap Talk devoted entirely to what you need to know about the Karuli virus, how to use TEP to get the information you need, how to live responsibly in a world where it apparently, unbeknownst to anyone, is still out there, and just to talk about the top five websites that you can go to uh, to get that information. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, really quick, though. Sorry, I, I, I do want to address the mayoral situation. No, we need to get into this. Can I just say it? Darby's been fighting dirty. <laughs> He's been playing real dirty, and I think that means gloves off. Darby, wow. I swore, I told Ted, you were there, I told you. Did I not tell you? I want to run a clean race. Yeah. I could say whatever I wanted to get elected if I had no morals. Oh, I could say things about you, Darby. Oh, I could say things that would make your beautiful long hair stand on end. Yeah. We could all go for days. You want me to get in the mud, Darb? You want me to get down in the mud like a little piggy? Like a little piggy yeah. dad? Because I'll do it. I'll get in the mud. But I don't want to. I don't no, want to do no, it. No, no, no. Because I care about the issues too much. That's exactly right. We just want to talk issues. We want to talk platform. Zero tax. Zero tax. We want to talk zero tax. We want to talk about get whatever building built you want. But unfortunately, because of Darby Sullivan, he's brought us down to the level where we have to talk about how he smells like onions. What he does after hours. Where he was when that side of the parking lot caved in. I walked into the parking lot once and I saw Darby and and a goose was there. Yeah. And... I, I don't know what look, was going it's just on, and I but... do not want to speculate about because what I want to talk about is zero tax. What I don't want to talk is, about is what I heard yeah. happened between those two. How he f***ed a goose. That's pretty messed up. And that's not what politics is about. Politics is about talking issues. Getting up in front of the audience and saying, folks, zero tax, more buildings. Nice, clean, middle of the road campaign. Middle, 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 middle. And, and you know, Ted, before we go on the offensive, you know, good offense is a good defense. I want to respond to some of Darby's frankly spurious smears and slanders against me uh number one tep tim is not on the ballot how dare you darby this is so debased of you so petty your mom died and i hate to bring it up i know we don't we're not we're not bringing it up we're not bringing it up but it's true 
And, you know, I want to point out, we know, because we spend a bit of time around Mamie Sullivan, she has some, let's say, extreme political ideas, things that I think a lot of corporations, and a lot of interests, and a lot of good, hardworking business owners would have a lot of issues with. And here's the thing. I happen to know someone who was deeply involved in her, frankly, radical fringe political movement. It was me and Ted. Yeah. And I would be happy to go on record, not as myself, the candidate, but as a different version of myself and testify to the things that, as far as I know, she was saying to her son, who now thinks he can be the mayor yeah. of this town that is made up of just good small business owners and regular yeah, working yeah. people. I think, I think everyone out there deserves to know where you came from and, and what yeah. your mother's sort of radical divergent politics what that means in the sort of long-haired, mummy-dancing son. I just think people would appreciate that information. I think they need that data. So that's number one. I'm not on the ballot. How dare you? I will be. Who's on top of that, Ted? Who's getting me on the ballot? Oh, that's Marvin again. Okay, Marv, step on it. Get better fast. I'm not allowed near City Hall. So you got to go. Speaking of not being allowed places, uh, claim number two, Tep Tim thinks he can be mayor, but he's not even allowed in half the businesses in this town. Um, Yeah, Darby, why do you think I'm running for mayor? Exactly. You put that mayor badge on, do you think any of those businesses are going to say, ah-ta-ta, Tep Tim, you, you can't- Oh, they would tremble. You can't sleep in the loading dock. They're going to say, welcome, Mr. Mayor. We set out a cot for you. You can sleep inside one of the boxes because I know they don't throw them out right away. No, and they're full of peanuts. So yeah, Darby, uh, you say I'm not allowed in any of the buildings? Uh, Touche, folks. I admit to that. That's why I'm running for mayor is to reinstate myself. It's on my website. Tep Tim for mayor 2022. Let me back in. And you're going to find real soon that also on the website is going to be a very comprehensive list of all the failings of Darby Sullivan, the ways in which he's let yeah. sort of friends down, the way in which he's been informed ideologically and politically by his deviant and radical mother. The time that he tied our underwear together in the parking lot. The time he got his a bead by Stefana Bronson while being pulled in on a palanquin by the dads at your ex-wife's fake wedding to Dennis Rip. Um, that turned out to be to Uncle Seth. Yes, and uh, I also just want to say, speaking of uh, information the voters may not want to know about, I happen to have some footage of Darby, the candidate, Darby Sullivan, performing a rap in some kind of a perverse Get My Wife Back musical that we put on. Yeah, it's really shocking stuff, guys. It's not for the faint of heart. We really do put a warning on this footage. Um, You're going to see a lot that you're probably not ready to see, but in the interest of public good, we have to put it out there. You're going to see three grown men crying. You're going to see Darby completely biffing the rap. And at one point, my pants just fly off. Well, that's and Stefan and Bronson weren't, I mean, they're just fully. Well, they, they didn't have pants on to begin with. They never really wear pants at home. It's just top half for them. Yeah, they're, they're Winnie the Pooh it. Winnie the Pee. Although some elements of Stefan are more like Tigger. Well, that's true. I guess the bounciness. I was thinking of the curve, the twist. Oh, really? I was thinking of the sort of spring in the step. There is a, definitely a spring. No one's denying that. Oh, Bronson is such an Eeyore. Oh, guys. Mm, oh, don't. don't. Oh, my aunt died. Oh, stop mm-hmm. bugging me. So I think that's about it. I mean, look, Mayor Tep Tim, do you mind if I call you Mayor? I insist on it. And actually, Ted, that brings me to um, something I wanted to talk about in our little campaign yep. meeting right now. I was thinking about this. What sounds better than elect Tep Tim? Re-elect. 
Yes. Re-elect Mayor Tep Tim. Exactly. Yep. That's it. Exactly. What is the best thing a candidate can have going for them already. is if they are already the incumbent. Because it says to voters, oh, this person was already good enough to get elected once. I feel comfortable and safe and confident voting for them. The mayor you always loved is back again. Return of the Mac. I think that's a great idea. And and this, look, Mayor Tim. Yeah. we got to get through the mayor orders of the day. Okay, let's drop the campaign music in and let's do a little debrief on um, the top issues uh, facing the campaign right now. All right, issue number one, change all of our signs so they say re-elect Mayor Tep Tim. Okay, and that's issue number one. Issue number two uh, that I want to bring to your attention, Mayor mm-hmm. Tim, is I feel that we need to get out in front of the whole did you or did you not break up with the tax man dinner? The dinner, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> uh, voters won't remember that last time we discussed the campaign, we talked about how there was a little miscommunication. I was going to try to kill you as the tax man. I was going to dress up as the tax man. At the get it out of your system parade. There was confusion. You had to give me mouth to mouth R, and it looked yep. like we were kissing. I think people, including, you know, namely Corey, posted a lot of images. My dad is married to his friend Ted. That was one. I think he missed the point. You're the tax man. Yes, we are married. That's beside the point. So we decided, I mean, this is why you're the best in the biz. We decided to spin it to say, yes, I am in love with the tax man, but I will break up with him for the good of the town. So we needed to stage a sort of event in which I would dress up as the tax man. You'd take me to a very nice sort of Italiano dinner. Yeah. Candles, people around in business suits, you know, doing yeah. their best. The general public, the people whose vote we need. And then in that setting, yeah. I would be yeah. able to sort of personify this evil tax man. And you'd be able to, as yeah. the mayor, as the incumbent mayor, returning for your next term, rebuff, rebuff and you. say to me, honey, it's over. Yeah, because I just love this town too GD much and, and zero, zero tax. tax. Yep. So it was a flawless plan. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree. What went wrong? Well, um, I think first it was a kid's menu. I think it's really not okay that a grown man can't order from the kid's menu. And this is actually, folks, I want to say campaign issue. Go to my website. Kid's menu only for dads. If you put chicken nugs on the rest of the menu, I wouldn't have a problem. Exactly. They're, they're teasing you. They are. It's entrapment. And they were dinosaur shaped too. It's not fair to sort of just dangle that in a dad's face and say, oh, you want some GD marinari sauce. Oh, we could give you a schnitzel. We don't I, want schnitzel. Is it in the shape of a, a stegosaurus? Or a brontosaurus, shout out, Stefan. No, it's not. I don't want chicken schnitzel with marinara sauce on the side. I want the nuggets. And I want to be called sir. Or baby. Just tie the bib on. You're the waiter. It's called the service industry. Check the website. When I'm mayor, let's just say we're going to have a real clean house and make sure people remember who's the waiter and who's the waited. Absolutely. I'm sick of this BS. And I just want to say... Why is it that they don't have booster seats for adults? Exactly. I'm all leg, not torso. You look like Mike Wachowski from Monsters, Inc. Exactly. And now, look, you might be saying this sounds like a normal night at the restaurant. And sure, we, these are beefs that we often have at the restaurant. Right. It's not the first time I've had an argument about the kids' menu in a restaurant. No, 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 hardly. That could have all happened and we could have had a perfectly good uh, show for mm. the voters. I, I think the issues started to go a little wrong when... Um, 
I thought your your outfit, your Capitano Taxman's outfit was was wonderful. I, I hesitate to say this because I know I encouraged it. The piece was a little big. Oh, come now. I mean, I, can we not do this? I mean, it's art. It's it's theater. I, it's Italian classic clowning. You look at any picture from the Renaissance and you'll see that many of these troubadouris, these brigadandis, these capitanos, they are sporting. Yeah. The biggest and most powerful forward-thrusting Italian classical pieces. I'm here to play a tax man. I'm going to do the job of an actor. People didn't pay me to be half an actor or not employ the craft that I've studied. This is one of the things I love about you. This is why you're my campaign manager, my best friend, the co-host of this podcast, my husband, mm-hmm. in a friendly way. You commit. I think that your piece on stage would have looked fantastic. I only think that... Didn't fit under the table. Didn't fit under the table. The table got a little upended. It was a little bit of a bumpy ride. And I think that... Um, well, whose job was it to get make reservations at the restaurant? Marvin. Right. So since Marvin forgot to make reservations um, and there was nowhere for us to sit and then we um, sat Mm. with that family, I think that they were... Well, look, I've said this before about the people in this town. They're all a bunch of idiots. And... They don't know art. They don't know culture. They don't know what's obviously. good for them, obviously. And I'm sorry, if dressing like an Italian clown with a giant piece makes you a perv, then I guess everyone in Italy is a perv. Well, I mean, Leaning Tower of Pisa. Well, yeah. And so, look, all of these things were made for a bumpy takeoff. Some of it could have been improved upon. Shout out Marvin. It's mostly his fault. Uh, get well soon, Marvin. Sorry about the Karuli virus. Sorry we coughed in your mask. And we need you to put Tip Tim on the ballot. Thanks. But I think we could have gotten over all this. You know, the kids would have stopped crying. I mean, when you did the clown voice, they did stop crying. They started sort of screaming. Shushy little children. It's me, the taxaman. Hand me one of your nuggets. I mean, how can you not love it? I mean, obviously they, they didn't, and the, and the parents really didn't. And they left the table soon enough. And so then we had the table to ourselves, yeah. and I thought, okay, finally the plan can get down to business. And this is where, if I'm being honest, the plan really did kind of fall apart is we did just forget to break up. Well, you know. I got distracted with dinner. Me too. It's a nice restaurant. (laughs) It was beautiful. I mean, it was just gorgeous. There's like little gold lions in the the architraving and the big red wall and that fake archway. It's that mixture of new and old, you know? Like it's it's an older building, but it's got those newer touches. It's a really nice spot. I like how they stand the schnitzel up on its end. My chocotini was very nice. My affogato was pretty good, despite the stink eye the waiter gave me. It was a Friday night and I just got kind of caught up in the moment and... um. I kind of forgot that we were supposed to be staging a breakup. And, and Ted, to your credit, I think you did sort of remember the plan at one point. You tried to sort of initiate the fight that was going to lead to the breakup. But um, I'm sorry. I just couldn't stay mad at you. Yeah, no, it was just a beautiful night. Just that sort of yeah. tinkling music and laughter in the air and just two, two dads just enjoying each other's company. So, look, on the plus side, really lovely evening. Honestly, Ted, so nice. Uh, we should do that more often. It was really, really great. On the downside... The headline I was looking for was Tep Tim, current mayor, up for re-election, breaks up with tax man in defiant anti-tax stance in best interests of town, wins in a pre-election landslide. That was the headline I was going for. The headlines we got... Uh, Two dads on the run wanted for a shocking display on Saturday night. Sicko's ruin evening for families. New dress code enforced at Danny Marcos after two theater performing perverts 
ruin one family's evening. Quote, our restaurant may never recover, says Danny Marco. Business owner Daniel Marco offering $1,000 reward for any information to do with two men wanted in questioning over a restaurant debacle. Yeah. So, um... Spin it for me, Ted. This is good news. This is all what we want. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Thank goodness. Oh, woo, what a relief. And I'll tell you why. One, name recognition. One, brand recognition. Two, it's all part of the tease, baby. It's all part of the hype. We thought it'd be so easy just to break up with each other. But no, we're going to prolong this. You know, we're going to get a bit essy with it. We're going to say, no, no, not just yet. We're going to really show the public that you love with your whole heart and being the tax man. So that when you make that switch for them, for them, they are going to go, oh my gosh, he left the love of his L for us. Vote one, Tep Tim for mayor. We're writing the story. Here's the new headline. Mayor Tep Tim, quote, I can save him. Mm. I'm not breaking up with the tax man. I can save him. I can help him give up taxes. I love him so much. Oh, you all thought I was going to break up with the tax man because I'm zero tax? No, no, no. I love him Mm. so much. He's the love of my life. I don't know what Mm -hmm. I would do without him. And I'm going to, I'm going to make him better. You're going to fix him. I'm going to fix him. And, and, you know, I think this is going to just narratively really satisfy a lot of the voters because there's that, like, oh, mm, come on. Tell like, us time. Don't do it. Don't do it. But they're going to, they're going to, they're not going to be able to look away. I mean, the, the general public is going to be like Elizabeth Bennett just peering up over that piano at us. You know, the general public is going to look so slowly into our eyes. So to the voters, I want to just say, what do you want? Do you want Darby's special improvement district zoning plan where the wealthiest residents give a little bit more taxes so we can get the new streetlights and make them sidewalks? Or do you want a mayor Mm. who's willing to stick with the love of his life, the personified tax man, and then, spoiler alert, give it all up because he loves the town so GD much. Zero, Zero tax, tax, more buildings, and mandatory education for all citizens on Comedia dell'arte. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you very much! So, Tim, uh, the best thing you and I can do for that angle of the campaign is just keep going on dates. Boardwalk, go to the uh, movies. Ferris wheel. Petting zoo. Let's just try to get out there and get as much FaceTime with people as possible. But I think we need to ride this wave. We've got a lot of press right now. I know what I'm thinking. You need the campaign ad. We need a commercial. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I want to communicate to people that I am like sensitive like a baby, but big like a dad. Okay. I think oversized chair. So you look small in the chair. Open on... A giant nursery. Like two men in the house of shame. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What do you think Marianne is up to? No, no, I no, can't. We, we can't, can't get think involved about in that. that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm imagining open on a giant nursery set and I'm there in the chair and it looks like a regular sized nursery, except as soon as you see me sitting there and I'm a full size man, something's a little off and then there's some kind of some nursery music playing too. I think so. I think that's a good way to start. Like a goo goo ga I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Hi folks, I'm Tep Tim. And ever since the day I was born, which wasn't that long ago, wink, wink 
I have known I wanted to be mayor of this town. At that point, we could have like a red ticket tape sort of come down and you get a big pair of oversized scissors. And you could say, and I declare my campaign officially open. Oh, wait, I know. I'm a baby. I'm in the chair. I'm in me. I'm me, but I'm in a giant nursery. And I and I cry because taxes are too high. I think there's like a big, a big mummy sort of comes in. It's like, shush, baby. I hope my son grows up and amounts to something. And at that point, you could say something like, well, mummy, I'm going to become the mayor. She says, if you did, it would make me so happy. No one in this family has ever amounted to anything. Particularly not your father. Well, I was thinking Elon might be the dad. There'd be a picture on the wall. Oh, yeah. Particularly not your brother, and then there's a picture of Marvin. No, no, picture of Darby, picture of Darby, picture of Darby. Rewrite, rewrite. Oh, Ted, I've got it. I'll be the mommy. You've had practice. I like this. I think this is great. I even think better than this. You should dress up as Mamie Sullivan. Okay. So we're talking like an attack. We're talking an attack ad. I want to, you know, I want to be even-handed, but okay. So I'm I'm Mother, aka Mamie Sullivan. Okay. Oh wait, no, Ted. You've been practicing your imitation of Darby. That's true. I'm Mother, and you're Darby. Okay. So I'll be in the big nursery. I can see it right now. Okay. Gaga Gaga. Fade in on Mother, looking out the window, and there's the, and I look really just like quite disturbed. And I'm looking out the window, and the inner monologue says, what is wrong with my son? I light a cigarette, because it's just like, oh my gosh, this kid must really S. I walk over to the crib, I look down, and then the question is, is it either you dressed as Darby as a baby, or is it a real baby that we put your face on? I think it's probably real me with a fake baby's face. But... We'll have the long Darby hair. And a name tag. And I do a Darby. Darby voice. You know, I've been practicing my impression, so. I walk over and I look down and you say. <clears throat> I say. <clears throat> Mommy, I gotta run for mayor. And then I say, oh no. Yeah. I am Darby's mother. And I think then, like, you zoom into my eye, straight into my eye. And we have pictures of fires, mm. explosions, lightning strike. The Kremlin. Chaos, car crash, boat sinking, uh, scary people marching in the streets, the guy with the tank in the yeah. middle of the road, uh, the Himmelberg blowing up. And I turn to the camera and I say, don't let my son become mayor. And then I take off the wig and I say, I'm Tep Tim and I approve this message. Zero tax. Well, I think you sit up and say zero tax. I'll sit up, I'll whip off the mask and everything and it'll sort of reveal the, the facade and I'll say zero tax. Then I think just for the sake of our narrative, maybe you and I do it like a peck on the cheek. Yeah, I think so. I, I think that makes sense. And we'll wave. Do you think you could um, twerk as the baby? Uh, yeah, I could skank and rank for sure. I mean, I figured I'd be skanking. Well, I mean, I think part of the Darby impression is that you really have to dance like he dances. Well, Darby always dances to like Latin rhythms. Ooh, ooh, another campaign ad. You could like be doing some really sensual kind of like dancing like he does sometimes to like the Be Vista Social Club. And then yeah. uh, I could hit you with a big hammer. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Don't vote for Darby. He may have the hips of Cuba, but he doesn't have the interests of Cuba at heart. Yeah. So a lot of good ideas. And this is Tep Talk. This is your number one stop shop for Tep information news and gossip. Yes. And getting back to where we left oh, yes. off, we got information for you. Yes, let's do it. This week, having had Mercranus virus. Yes. I did a deep dive into the world of information technology to find out what you need to know when you contract the Macrolis virus 
We're going to give you the facts right now and we're going to tell you our top sources online for valid website, knowledge, factor, databases, information news and guidelines. This is kind of, I mean, look, we've had a lot of fun today, but this is serious. This is more serious stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's time to put on a serious pants. Tuck in your shirt, take your hands out of your pockets, smooth out your pants. I'm going to drop in some really beautiful music. And uh, Ted, I, I was thinking a nice way to do this could be almost as a little bit of a an interview, get you in the hot seat. And okay. I can just talk yeah. to you a little bit about your experience. I'll get in the hot seat. <sighs> Well, this is nice. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of those chairs of this era aren't that comfortable. They look nice, but they're not nice to sit in. No, but this one is. Yeah, yeah it is. Good Just support. don't don't yeah. lean. It is. I mean, it's an old chair, so like you know, Ooh, it's. Yeah. It's, oh, it, I feel that. It creaks. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So just, just I did. I, I reglued it. It should be fine. Don't like drop down in it. You know what I mean? I'll bring the pressure of my A onto the chair yeah. slowly. Yeah. By all means, be, make yourself comfortable. I'm not saying you have to like sit on pins and needles. Okay, I'm no, just saying. I, I, I'm I will. Just saying, I will. Keep I will. in mind that it's an older piece of furniture, so it's like you know it's gonna have some quirks. So I can I can make myself comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, stu- sit completely so is normally. This, is this okay? Uh, that that's fine. I just wouldn't see how you're leaning on the one arm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not... Okay, how about this, then? That's better. If you sit straight, don't move too much, it's perfectly comfortable, great chair, and you can just relax. I do think if you're going to shift around a lot... It... Like, uh, shift around like this? Uh, yeast. I'll tell you what. Why don't we just... I'll put that chair in the bedroom, and why don't you sit on this stool? Okay. Perfect. Okay. There we go. Now, tap Ted. Yes. People might know you as the host of this podcast. They might know you yep. as Dreamquester Extraordinaire. Campaign manager for Tep Tim. Tallest person in the world. Level five mage caster. Uh yes, a level five bard. <laughs> Song slinger. Guilty. But what they also know you as now is a survivor of coronavirus. And I guess I just want to start my very first question yeah. is I didn't know coronavirus is still around because there's no one cares about it anymore. Thank you for the question. I want to say to everyone out there, we all thought Coronas Levirus, yes, Levine was gone. Yes. But in fact, it was just jeffing around in the corner waiting for us to sort of just chill out and then it pounced. So no, the Coronas yeah. virus is still here to answer your question. I've got a follow-up question. Is there anything we could have done different to have avoided this situation? No, not really. They've done everything they could. Great. So if you get the Karuli virus, how long do you need to have it? You need to have Karuli virus for five days. And how does it come in? Does it ride on a bug? It does. So be careful of ladybugs, folks, or even flying ants. Any small flying ant, um, fly, bee, you're going to want to keep these away from you because the coronavirus can sort of cowboy them into you. That's where we get the saying, not in my mouth. Yeah, so cyclists beware. People who talk a lot. Shout out Darby. Yep, people with big, big mouths. Shout out Uncle Rodney. Got to watch out. There's always flies buzzing around his. Now, I have a question. When it's in you, do you feel it? Where do you feel it? In your fingers? Or do you feel it moving around like a worm? It sort of feels like a little man jumping up and down in your tum. Now you're speaking my language. Mm-hmm. And this little man, his name is Michael Coronas. No relation to Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> None. But he's there to make you have a kind of a bad time. So he's going to be biffing and buffing around down there. Um, yeah. Pushing you in all the spots you don't want to be pushed. You may experience sore limbs, runny nose, incredible boredom, and slight hallucinations. Now, 
one thing I'm really excited for you to know is that there are ways to alleviate these symptoms. Spells? Spells and go outside, stand on a small incline, blow as hard as you can into the wind and make a big ho sound. Ho. Grab your stomach and push against your stomach about five times a day. Ho. Good tone. You're going to feel a bit weak, so you're going to have to lie down in between this, but better out than in. Yeah. Ted, I have a question for you. Yes, please. If you get coronavirus, how should you find out if you have it? Is there a website? Yes. CBC.com. CBBs. Tyler's Corona Facts dot FR. Real Coronavirus Facts dot Fathers. Pfizer dot PayMe. Yeah, and I think bottom line is just, if I understand your experience right, Ted, it's just about reading whatever information is nice for you and then just collate it, print it, think about it, put it in the notes app, and then kind of just do whatever you feel like. Yeah, I think that's basically it. Work it out yourself. It'll be fine, and, and it's even not even probably very real. No, it's actually, yeah, bottom, bottom line, line. Could, could be fake. Look, my time with the coronas is sort of past. Thanks, Steve. You're doing well. And why did you do so well with it? Because you're a good person. Because you're a because moral person. Because I have person. moral Because you're fiber. a clean person. Because yeah. I'm a good guy. I'm a great guy. I mean, bottom line is, do really good people get sick? No. No, no. I was being bad. That's why I got sick, but I'm better now. Exactly. And, I mean, there's been a lot of Karuli virus in this country, and that's because there are, sadly, a lot of bad people out there. And uh, one of those people is still in the hospital. We need to spare a thought for one of our dads there. Shout out, Marvin. Marvin is, um, well, let's just say he has not recovered as quickly. Sorry, Marvin. I can't tell you what you did, but I can tell you it wasn't good. It's, um, It's sad. It's tragic. It's tragic to look at a dad fallen so far. Yeah. Given that we have a lot of things we need Marvin to organize for us. Yeah. He didn't organize the parade. He didn't put your name on the ballot. He still hasn't organized our campaign commercial that we need to shoot. We needed the lumber. You and I can't do that. We're part of the creative team. We need Marvin to get better. Yeah, and that's why, Ted, look, we have our hands full. I think we would be forgiven if someone said, forget Marvin, he's done for, leave him, move on. But no. No dad left behind. He is behind enemy lines. And he's really behind on the work we need him to do. Yeah, so Ted, why don't you tell him what we have planned? Well, this is really exciting. Folks, it's time to look into your hearts and give big. That's right, we're organizing and announcing the Tep Tim for Mayor Marvin Charity event. We're going to get that dad out of the hospital. We're going to get him back on his feet and working for us. But to do that, we're going to need you to give us a one-time or even a few-time donation to teptimformayor.patreon.tepted and tem, tim tom steiner podcast. Yep. Give me money, daddy.de. And you're going to be able to do all of this as part of a wonderful, beautiful telethon event for Marvin, and we're starting now. Yeah, so go ahead and pick up those phones, make those donations right now. While you go ahead and pull out your checkbooks, I'm gonna just play a few bars of uh, the charity single I recorded for Marvin. Somewhere in a hospital, there lies a dad. His name is Marvin and he's feeling bad. He's sick cause of something that he did Don't let him die 
He has kids who don't like him, but never mind. Spare a thought for Marvin. He's the guy that we need. Spare a thought for him and spare a thought for Steve. Blessed be that Marvin. We're gonna get him up. Oh, Marvin, you're the guy that we need to organize our stuff. Oh, Marvin. Marvin, get better soon. Marvin, get better soon. I never thought I'd hear it said. I really don't want to know you're dead. Oh, Marvin, get better soon. Tept him for mayor.net. Uh, charity drive is over now. Thank you. Ted, how much did we make? Uh, nothing. We made zero dollars. Come on, Marvin! Come on, God's sake. Well, that's it for this week's show. What a great show. Um, you're welcome. Wow, Marvin, do get better soon. Yeah. And what can I say? If that didn't we'll do it, I don't know what will. And get your Darby Sullivan facts straight at teptimformare.net. Go ahead and check out the new tab, Real Darby Facts. We hate to post it, and yet, what choice do we have? We don't have a choice. We want to talk about issues. We really want to talk about issues. But without the true facts, you cannot make an informed decision to vote for Tep Tim for Mayor Zero Tax. Any buildings you want. It's Tep Tim for Mayor. Yet again, you know him. You love him. He's very much in love with the tax man. Tep Tim for Mayor. I love the tax man. And when you see us together, you will know why. You will say theirs is a love made in heaven. But watch this space because things can turn on a dime. That's my guarantee. Oh, Ted, we didn't talk about LARPing. How is King Jason? He's a little pissed. You went to Staples last week, didn't you? you mm-hmm. Did I go to Staples? Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, my, yes, I forgot. I went to Staples to print out some flyers for the campaign. I didn't, I don't remember seeing Jason there, though. Was he there? He works, he does work there, doesn't he? Yes, King Jason does work there. You know That's this. so funny, gosh. You know I mean, this. You talked to him, didn't you? <laughs> I, you know what happened? This is so, oh, this is God, so funny. I when I was making I the copies, I, I was rehearsing happened. a monologue I wrote for an acting class I'm planning uh, to take. And I wrote this monologue where I said, if you don't let me into your stupid LARP community, I'm going to um, smash you on the head. And that's from a script I wrote. And I, I, oh, I must have said the line to him and he thought I meant it to been him. It's tense in the court and now I know why. Well, just let me in. Just let me in. Just let me in. I can't let do it. It's not my just fault. Just let me in. It's not my just fault. Just let me in. Chosen